I'll rip your arm off. You know what? Get your ass back home, get in the gym, and figure out what the hell you're doing wrong. Might be called the five-point move. I'm frustrated with the way our Greco guys from the United States are treated because they are good athletes, they are good human beings that, that want to win. we got to help them get there. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Five Point Move podcast. I'm Tim Hans, founder and senior editor of FivePointMove.com. And with me for a special episode are Robbie Smith and Joe Rao, who are both heading over to the new, not really new, but re-emerged Chicago Regional Training Center on the campus of Northwestern University. Robbie, we'll start with you right out of the gate. How did this process unfold for you, and was it a tough decision given the time you have spent at the Olympic Training Center over the course of your career? Um, no, no, it wasn't so much a tough decision. It was a, you know, um, how it got going is is Matt got in contact with Joe Ryle and, uh, you know, asked about me. Joe gave him my number. And that's pretty much how it all started. It started back in uh, right before nationals, about two weeks, three weeks before nationals. He called me up and said, Hey, we are interested in having you come up and coach and uh, player coach next couple of years at the, at the Chicago regional training center. And um, I, I was like, I almost thought to myself, I've never been, you know, uh, recruited or anything. So it was, it was a shock to me that I was even getting these phone calls. And, um, it, it, I was like, oh yeah, I would love to show me what you got and let's go from there. And so, um, you know, I've been in contact since, since April and then, uh, I made the decision, uh, in July and, um, you know, it, and for leaving the training center, you know, it's, it's a little bittersweet. You know, I spent my whole, a whole career here and, and, um, you know, it's been amazing. I've seen this place at the top, at, at the top of the world, and I've, I've seen the waves of every every little bit of it. And uh, right now, it's just not this place for me, uh, wrestling wise, uh, because of my. I don't have any partners here, really, for me uh, at this moment in time, and uh, I need to go out and, and create those partners, and I will have the resources to do that at the regional training center. And so it's just. You know, everything, it, it, and that's the hard thing is everything else here is my, I have my family here. I have my fiance's family here. Uh, I have friends. I have many opportunities here, but for me to go along, go with my career and follow my dream of making the 2020 Olympics and then pursuing coaching after this, it, there's nothing here for me like that. And, um, I got to step up and, and, and go with where my heart's telling me to go. And that's what in Chicago. I, uh, I, Matt and, um, Andrew got, those guys are amazing. Um, I'm, I'm excited to work with them. And then I'm really excited to work with Joe actually. And, and, and see where, you know, we can help each other, but also where I can really help him in his career and take him where he needs to go and, um, and, and get him back on the team, get me back on the team and, 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 and going from there to become the best in the world. And we got two years until 2020 next year is the big one qualifying weight classes and stuff like that and we need the right guys in the position to do that and i think we are the two right guys for that position and uh you know in, in chicago rtc is going to help us do that we have great backing there and i'm just extremely excited for this new adventure in my life joe it's a similar story for you maybe not the length 
but I would imagine this couldn't have been the easiest uh, decision you've ever come to. Um, yeah, it definitely wasn't easy for me. Um, but, you know, I kept a lot of close ties in Chicago, and I'm going to do the same in Minnesota. I'm not burning any bridges um, either way. Um, but I, uh, you know, I wanted to come home, um, for a long time now, you know, it was kind of hard for me not being, you know, in Chicago, I'm really close to my family and my friends and I had, you know, I don't know. It's, it was, uh, that was always kind of challenging for me and traveling was actually always a good thing for me in this international, you know, career because I always felt like I wasn't home, but now that I'm leaving Minnesota, I'm kind of, you know, I really appreciate, you know, Guter appreciate that place, but, you know, Matt reached out to me, um, after kind of seeing what I can do in freestyle and, you know, knowing what I've already done in Greco and just seeing how, you know, it would benefit both of us, you know, and it's, uh, kind of crazy how it worked out because I almost went to Northwestern in college. Um, I almost transferred in. Um, I was at a division three school and I got recruited to go, but it was a, it was a big mess. Um, this was before Stoniolo. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, uh, Matt and Hal reached out to me and, uh, you know, kind of just started talking and then kind of just got to like, you know, what would it take to get you out here? Are you interested? And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm interested. And, you know, for me, I just kind of needed a change. And uh, it's uh, kind of odd to go back home, you know, because <laughs> it's not the change I was expecting, but, it, you know, it was, it was unbelievable. I mean, I didn't really think that something like this would ever fall in my lap, you know. So, uh, and when he asked me who I wanted involved, I mean, I knew Robbie was out in Colorado for a long time and you know he kind of wanted to change too and uh you know didn't really have many training partners just a couple of ham and eggers out there you know uh, nobody you know right now and uh so uh so um I, it just seemed like a perfect fit and when Matt asked me like you know names I came up with Robbie right away because obviously we've always had a really good friendship and we've been training partners when I was a 98 kilo guy. And, you know, Matt just lit up when I mentioned Robbie because he, he knew all about Robbie and he said that, he, you know, he's talking before and he's like, would he actually be interested? And like, I mean, and then, uh, I mean, everything kind of was smooth sailing and, uh, you know, they gave us great offers and there's flexibility and there's me and Robbie are at the point in both of our careers. Um, Robbie even more so, you know, to where like, you know, we, we aren't 18 year old kids anymore. Um, we don't need somebody constantly breathing down our neck and, you know, we kind of coach ourselves a lot and obviously Robbie's going to be coaching me a lot and there'll be an, you know, we'll be, there'll be a bridge of information being exchanged, but, uh, yeah, I'm just super pumped. I mean, I can't believe I'm going to be home training high level Greco with my buddy, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, so it's exciting. Well, I think that was a question for sure leading up to this uh before this information became public is the concept of coaching and workout partners for both of you i mean robbie already mentioned that he didn't have the right amount of heavy workout partners for him um you actually did have a pretty 
good collection of high-level guys at Storm. Now you're both going to a new situation. It can't just be the two of you all the time. So just isolating that for a second, what is the preliminary plan so far as you see it, or even imagined for that matter, regarding bringing in partners or even to a, to a further extent, attracting new recruits down the road? Well, I mean, for my, for my dream, you know, we don't want a whole bunch of ham and eggers and we, and, and we don't want those guys that aren't really dedicated to it and want to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I, I, how I want to do it, I want to reach out and maybe build a bridge between, you know, Chicago to Minnesota, Chicago to, to Northwestern, down to the different RTCs, the Illinois RTC, the, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, over to, you know, uh, maybe build a bridge over the, the Michigan, uh, Lake Michigan over to University of Michigan. So, you know, we're working out with, you know, Ryan Hope and, and Adam Kuhn and, and working with those guys over there. And, and that that's the in-the-country type of idea that I have. But then also, you know, Working with foreigners, uh, Yosmani from Chile, uh, you know, Nabi from, uh, Estonia, uh, the Norwegians. We know we have a great bond with Norwegians and cause Joe spent some time over there and bringing over Oscar, the heavyweight, and then bringing over either a, a 97 or an uh, 87 kilo for Joe and, and housing these guys here. And, and, and that's the thing that Matt has told both of us that he's willing to do that and he would love that. And, um, so we're we're really just going to try to build a really nice unit of RTC guys and, and RTC clubs, and hopefully, you know, we travel back and forth, and we can use it not just as, um, in my my dream, not you know, you come here, I co- you know, we're going to do camps together, bring everybody together at one time, you know, and then we have a ton of partners, and then we travel to different areas, and and. You know, it's all during the season and different times. We got to be there for the RTC and, and for the our our guys. But at the same time, for the next two years, we got to focus on getting um, ready for the World Championships in nineteen and, and, and get heading into twenty twenty. So that's what that's what we got to do. That's what we're going to do, and uh, that's what I think we can do. So that that's my that's that's my dream and my idea, and and where I want to take it. Yeah, and and you know. It's just going to be me and Robbie, but, you know, for a lot, you know, a lot of the time, but we've had that situation before and we're obviously going to have a lot of camps. It's not going to just be me and Robbie sitting around playing bridge all day. It's uh, we're going to be going to work, you know, helping each other out. And then, and then we're going to recruit guys in, like Robbie said, and go out to places and, and use our own network. You know, you know, we, we've met so many athletes and so many coaches and especially with foreigners, they're so willing to, you know, have you come over to their country. And if the funding's there, they're so willing to come to the States, you know, and it's just, you know, I've done a lot and I know Robbie has too, just reaching out to people that we've wrestled with, wrestled against from other countries and wrestled in camps. And you build relationships with a lot of these guys over the years. And, you know, honestly, a lot of the times, you know, other people get in the way uh, you know, it could be that simple. It could be me just messaging my friend from Norway and like, Hey, he's going to come train with you guys. But a lot of times people get in the way and out here, um, obviously we want to like have everybody working together, but out here, me and, you know, Rob, we're going to have a little bit more control of, 
our training and, you know, being able to do things like that a little bit more often. I don't, I don't have to throw it up to the chain of command constantly and, and, you know, stuff not happen that way, um, which I get frustrated with sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, you know, Minnesota was, you know, unbelievable as far as training partners go, um, and all that. But, uh, you know, Hayden Zilmer wasn't able to wrestle as much Greco this year and he's doing freestyle, which I totally understand. And, uh, you know, I wrestled, I still had Barrett Stanghill and I still had Richard Carlson and Eric Tui. you know, I still had some great training partners, but, um, like I said, I think, I think this, this, um, opportunity, um, was just too great for me not to jump on. And if it's everything that, you know, me and, me and uh, Coach Torniolo and Robbie are picturing, then it's going to be, you know, better than any situation I've, I've had, you know, funding-wise and training-wise. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a lot of foreigners like the Estonian uh, Nabi. You know, he kind of has a situation where he has one guy at home and he's constantly traveling to go to camps. And he just said, you know, the uh, he kind of explained the advantages of that for me you know he kind of goes through strength cycles when he's home and he's just lifting he's training with his one guy and then he goes to camps and he's doing these hard camps at two days with all these different bodies uh you know and variety of training partners so it, in my mind this could be the perfect situation and i know me and rob are going to do everything we can you know to make it the perfect situation for ourselves and northwestern as well Robbie mentioned it. You alluded to it as well. The the station of life, the phase in your careers in which that this is all happening, it, that seems to be, at least listening to you guys talk, that seems to be, you know, the X factor in a way. If only because maybe earlier in your, in your career, this kind of freedom and flexibility wouldn't have had the same effect. You know, like the freedom to kind of formulate training plans to get creative with different, you know, curriculums depending on the training phase and what's coming up and the partners, the traveling, you know, I think when you're probably in a younger area, when you're earlier in your career, you're under the thumb, I think a little bit more often uh, so to speak, whomever your coaches are dictating pretty much your every move. Now that you guys have, you know, obviously a substantial amount of experience, this seems like the natural progression. And what I'm wondering is, is if this model is going to be replicated by other RTCs going forward, does this appear to be a potential trend that could start given how we're starting to see more RTCs pop up offering Greco. I mean, um, well, go, go ahead. ahead Robbie. No, no, you got it, buddy. Go. Well, I, what, what I was going to say is that, so Robbie's been at the OTC for 13 years and my situation was quite different. So when I started on the senior level, I, I took a leap of faith to a similar situation. Sure. Storm has been established for, you know, you know, decades, but, the Minnesota training center was a brand new thing, you know, in quads previous, 
it wasn't what it was. It wasn't funding. Guys weren't getting paid to wrestle. There weren't like, you know, a ton of athletes full time. It was guys making it work and, you know, just people tapping into, you know, all the, the past Minnesota greats and Greco, you know, and, you know, and it'd be like Deichler and CP Slater and Pat Smith, you know, working out in, you know, 2000, it wasn't what, you know, um, we, you know, no Minnesota training center as today. So when I went out there, it was a leap of faith. And, uh, I, I mean, I had a scratch and claw just to get into like the Olympic training center during college for like world team camps. And I had to pay my own way. And like, I, out of des you know, desperation, I was looking for anything. So I'm, I'm kind of used to a leap of faith. And like you said, I'm at a different point in my career. So it's, uh, but so it's not really as much of a leap of faith, but I'm also, I think very comfortable taking it because I've, I've somewhat been here before. Um, when I got recruited by Jordan, it was kind of a new, kind of a new deal that we were going to be getting paid stipends and that we were going to be having tours paid for, you know, and all this stuff. And, um, so, and that was kind of the, the thing that we were trying to build. We were trying to kind of, make a regional training center similar to the freestyle um, regional training centers everywhere that have, you know, proven to be kind of successful as far as freestyle goes. Obviously, Greco is a different animal, but, you know, I'm, I think I'm at a great place and, you know, to be doing it, like you said, where I'm at. And, uh, um, but I think that like, for me, it's, it's, it's not as crazy as a leap of faith, um, I guess is what I'm getting to. So wait a minute. If I'm curious about one thing, and this is actually going to be directed to you, Robbie, if you don't mind, Joe, Joe essentially went home. Now he's had adjustments to make going home. Cause he hasn't been home in a while. You, however, are, you're moving, you know, halfway across the country with your, you know, somewhat soon to be wife, your fiance. And that is going to entail an awful lot of stuff. There's, this isn't just a change in training facility. It's a, a slew of life changes that are staring you in the face right now. Um, when you reconcile all of this in conjunction with where you're at in your career and the fact that you're going to be trying to make the team to qualify the weight next year. And then of course, 2020, um, is it seem like a lot? Does it seem like, like if you have a moment to think about it, does it seem at all overwhelming or is the time, like you said before, or is the timing just naturally fitting into place, the bridge connecting everything? It's all the picture you've, really kind of been waiting for, but maybe you didn't know it. You know, I, I got, I've had a lot of, a lot of um, career altering things happen to me this, this year, uh, you know, not making the team and stuff. And, you know, I, that's different. That's hard for me because it's, it's my first time in, in the last six years, not making this team. And, uh, and, and, you know, it, that was scary in, 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 in a different way. But this is something completely different, and it's a blessing 100% because I'm sitting here wanting to chase another dream of mine. My, 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 my dreams don't just want to be Olympic champion, world champion, all that. 
and, and achieve those goals someday. But my dreams are to build Olympic champions and build world champions. And uh, for somebody to take a leap of faith in me and and trust me to come there and build something, um, that's huge. It's, a, it's, it's heavy, you know, uh, but I'm always willing for that challenge. And that's what this, this whole journey I've been on has taught me to this point is you embrace the grind. You, you go out there and you embrace it. And, and I'm going to try every part and there's going to be its ups and downs and everything like that. And I know that, but you know, again, I, it's, I'm leaving a, a very comfortable position, a very comfortable position. I, I don't have to leave here. Um, I don't need, I have, you know, everything in my world except for wrestling partners, uh, here and, in 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 my wrestling, but like my family's here and, and I could have, I could have a good life here in Colorado Springs, but I have a partner and my, my fiance, Kelly, who is like, no, let's do this. Let's follow your other dream. You know, this can take you to where you want to be one day. And for her to trust me is amazing. And, um, and to have the faith in me because she knows how hard I work and how, what I do every day in, in the, in, in what I embrace and what I can, in what, how I dream, you know, the, as soon as Matt called me, I, I, I just started spurting things out of what we, how I can make this better and how I can make Greco better and, 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 and how I can rebuild it and, and, and stuff like that. And my mind just went crazy. I'm, I'm more, I, I'm extremely passionate about my wrestling career and my, my, how I wrestle. I'm even more passionate about coaching and building athletes. And, um, no, it's, it's definitely a huge change. It's definitely, uh, overwhelming at times to think, but I'm diving in head first, you know, and, you know, me and Kelly went up there for a visit in July and Matt and Andrew and Joe and Cody, they all showed me a great time and Bill, they all showed me a great time and show me, you know, that, that, you know, they're, they want to support me and they believe in me and what I can do. And they understand why now they know the person and not just the, the outside noise of who I am and stuff like that. And they, they, they got to sit down and look in my eyes and, and trust me. And at the end of the day, you know, we were sitting there and, and Matt's like, I told Matt's like, you write it up, I'll do it. You know, we shook hands. We even said it with a huzzah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it, uh, it, at that moment in time, I know this man trusts me and I'm going to get, I'm going to do everything in my power not to let anybody down and build the best program I can possibly build. And, um, and I'm extremely happy to have Joe with me on this journey because I know Joe's personality. I know how Joe works and, and it's just for us to be the trailblazers of this program is especially for Greco. Cause we're the only, we're, we're, they're taking a chance on this generation of athlete. There's no ath, there's nobody from our time right now, except for Andy Bezik that's out there doing this. And especially is separated from the USA wrestling, you know, there was only three for me when I was thinking there's only three jobs out there for Greco, you know, head national team coach, uh, head resident coach or Northern Michigan, you know, and now that I get the chance to do that, not just I get to do it in, in the collegiate world, freestyle world, and now Greco Roman world at the Chicago RTC. And that's what's amazing that these guys are willing to take this chance on us 
and how we are the we are the ones that are going to be able to build this into something amazing because I know we can. The athletes around the area and what I have in mind, how I dream, how Joe dreams, and how Matt dreams, and these guys dream, and Andrew, that we're going to build something amazing. And we have quality staff, quality people, and no nonsense. And that's what I love, and that's why I can't wait for. Yes, it can be overwhelming at times, but I'm diving in headfirst, and I can't wait to do it. Well, first off, you sound reinvigorated. Um, secondly, does – and this applies to both of you, so either one of you is jump in. Does the prospect of working with – at the you know at the RTC, working with, you know, be it, you know, colleg- collegiate freestylers or whomever uh, knocks around in there, having like a, you know – a mentorship kind of place given the status of your careers. Does that do something for you guys in terms of your own formulation of training plans and workouts and coming up with new ideas? I mean, you hear this all the time. Athletes, I mean, especially wrestlers have to do this. Wrestlers are all, in one way or another, wrestlers are coaching throughout their careers. Maybe they're not coaching on a full-time basis, but they're always coaching. Whether they have a coaching role on a team, a summer team, or even just giving a partner tips during practice, there's always information being shared. And that is going to be, uh, I think, an even bigger part of what both you guys do. Does that serve as a different, you know, motivating factor coming into this situation? Oh, definitely. I mean, Robbie, I know how much Robbie loves coaching and, uh, and that's immediately why, like, you know, just as excited as Robbie was when I first started talking to Matt and I was telling him of my dream for this and all this and how I want to bring Robbie in and all that. It, it was just yes to all of it. So it was just exciting, you know, and it was like, let's do it, you know? So on their end, you know, and getting to know them really well, you know, being here for a month or so now and like just knowing what they're about, you know, I, I almost was looking around like, man, like I'm, I'm, I'm freaking lucky for this opportunity. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Is he really letting me do all this? Like, you know, and like, I know that like you might be alluding to like, it could have challenges and advantages. Like if we're doing too much folk style and coaching will take away from our, um, Greco and I say no because I've always coached and um in this in this situation I'm going to be doing it in the same room me and Robbie are going to be doing our workouts and we're going to be helping out and I've talked to Matt you know a ton and he's uh, he's been the one leading conversation in this not not me that he's like whenever if I'm ever asking too much or getting away of any sort of Greco situation let me know and, you know, you just take a hard stand. And, like, I mean, even I, I'm going on a tour, you know, soon. Um, I'm leaving for, for London in uh, less than in six days. London Bridge is falling down. I'm, uh, and, you know, like, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to London, and uh, I'm going to be there for a couple of days. I'm going to meet the national team in Germany. There's going to be a tournament, a camp. Then I'm going to go train in Norway, and then I'm going to go um, from Norway to Poland, wrestle in that tournament, and then I'm flying back to Colorado Springs for national team camp. I'm going to be gone for a pretty long time, and you know, I was kind of worried that you know the Northwestern coach would be upset with all that travel, but he's like, hey, man, I want you guys to get medals. 
like go like go ahead like do everything you gotta do you know like don't ever let me hold you back from doing any of this stuff like i not only am i'm gonna like give you the green light i want you to do it i encourage you to do all that stuff and for me i've never really been given that you know i've always uh, had autonomy. a kind of like autonomy exactly i haven't been given that autonomy and i've always been you know not clashing heads with coaches but having to constantly having to explain myself what why this is a good situation like in this scenario um you know if i wanted to go and do this trip i would have to it wouldn't be this easy in my previous in my previous you know rtc i would you know and I would, you know, I would have to go through the pipeline and I'd have to get the okay. And if I just did what I wanted to do, I could get in trouble. I, there could be threats and whatever, you know, but like, and that's not the situation here. I'm given a lot of autonomy and trust. And, and that's another thing that I've always had trouble with is like people that knew me like as a, a, a wrestler, as a kid and a high school and a college guy, like most people only know me from senior level. Like I've, I've always been given full control of my career because no one gave a crap about me when I wasn't successful. And then I won Fargo and all these things started happening for me. And the more successful I got, the more everybody wanted to dictate how things were done. But for 15 years or so, nobody cared. I, I was my own coach. I was my own coordinator of trips. I was scrounging around money to go to tournaments. I was working jobs to get, you know, to camps and tournaments. And when nobody cared, and I made all these huge jumps, you know, like I was in full control, but as soon as you make a team, it's, it, that's not the way it is. And then I understand you're an investment when you're an RTC. And what I'm saying is it's just so refreshing. The, the amount of trust that I have everybody's best interest at heart and they have my best interest at heart. And that like, trust in me, I'm, you know, I want to go overseas and wrestle that should be an easy thing to do, but it's not, it doesn't always work that way. You know, when you got to go through all these different, you know, people. Um, so I'm just, I'm super pumped about that. I don't know. I kind of got off topic, but I'm going to build, I'm, I'm going to build off Joe real quick. He and, stayed uh, on the topic the entire time. I don't know why he's complaining. He was on topic on target. I don't know. I'm talking time. about London bridges, London, London, London. Well, I don't gonna, know. There's going to be a lot of bridges going on in that wrestling room when you're uh, watching everybody <laughs> neck bridges. Back in <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but so, I mean, I mean, especially for me and I kind of weighed on it a little earlier uh, and I'm, I, and it, as Greco athletes, uh, and I'm not, I, and it's going to sound maybe a little woe me and poor me, whatever, but, uh, as Greco athletes, we're not used to be treated this way. We're not, we're not used for, we're not used to the freedom and we're not used to, you know, having the world in our hands. And, uh, you know, cause normally it's, it's not, it's not, we're not a big, um, a big uh, sport in this in this country, and, and especially out of the three style, out of the four styles, uh, we're definitely you know low man on the totem pole. And now that we're getting that attention from a folk style, or uh, from a, a an RTC and a folk style wrestling, or uh, um, sorry, college and 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 doing that way, and, and NCAA, sorry, NCAA, 
and coming at us and telling us this is what we want. It's a top 12 school in the country academically. They want to, they want us to be a, a part of their program. They're taking the trust in us. We have never felt that. And, um, I'm, at least I haven't. And I'm like, we, I keep saying it. I'm super pumped. But what also I'm really pumped about is I've always had guys. I, when I grew, when I came here to the OTC, I always had guys that I admired and looked up to. And now I get to be that to these kids and to these young men that we're building, not to just be champions, but to be good young men and good people. And I always try to keep that my whole life. I've always tried to show people, you know, I respect you. If you respect me, you know, this is what I, it's a, it's a give and take kind of thing. And I'm, I'm ready to walk into this role, into this room and show these kids, Hey, I'm here to help. And I'm here to, for what, if you need me and what if I need you and let's work together. And, um, I'm super pumped about that. And, 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 and helping for me, what I've been saying quite a bit lately is for us, our sport to grow is we have to get into the NCAA system. We have to make it work. And if it grows and we make it work in the NCAA system, kids are going to come that way and coaches are going to have to adapt. And I feel if coaches have to adapt, more Greco guys are going to get opportunities, more RTCs are going to open up. And next thing you know, Greco's back to where it should be. And, and if not, the, if, if I'm not saying the top dog, but equal too. And it just has to take, somebody has to take a chance on us. And that's what these guys are doing, you know? And, um, that's, I think what we can do. And that's, that's, that's what's so amazing about it. And that's, you know, and, and how Joe keeps saying the freedom. It's we're not just free free willy out there. We're 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 really gonna you know take this and go forward with it, and uh, you know we're gonna help each other out and 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 be ready for it. And um, so that's that's what I think we're it really when we we're how passionate we are about it and how excited we are and kind of in awe is because we've never had it and now we do have the chance. And I think the two of us are not going to blow this chance. So, yeah, and I think that. Sorry, I was just going to talk about. Uh, I think that you know, it's about time, and I and I think you're going to see more of this, more Greco involvement in folk style freestyle scenarios. Anybody who's not, and I mean Ben Provisor, me, Hayden Zilmer, you know, a lot of others, and and seeing Greco guys have success and in freestyle um, and, you know, Coach Ahad at Cornell working with Kyle Dake and uh, we're, we're seeing more of it pop around, uh, pop up. And I think, I think it's going to, you know, people are taking notice and I don't know why it's taken so long. Um, you know, in other countries, people know how important it is, you know, in other countries, a lot of their freestyle guys wrestle almost more of a Greco style of freestyle than we do. And you see a lot of our top freestyle guys, they get in upper body situations and they get in trouble. A Kyle Dake throws Jordan Burroughs, you know, um, what J.D. Bergman gets sail towed by some guy, you know, he should be killing. And, and you know, what did I hear the coaches yelling him right after his match? This is in 2013. He's like, so you got to stay on the leg, but how about you teach him how to wrestle in that situation? You know, and I think a lot of people are going to, you know, and we, we haven't seen a lot of Greco guys involved in MCA, you know, programs, but, you know, there's Hayes Winkle, um, you know, he's coaching over in Oklahoma now. I mean, I remember when Justin Reese was 
was uh, you know at Utah Valley. I don't know if he's still there. And uh, I know Nate Angle with Stanford, you know, formerly Navy. And I think that some people are recognizing um, that there's something there. And uh, I mean, for my career and what we're taught locally, Illinois guys, why we're we're so good at freestyle and Greco at the high school level, is that the kids understand and a lot of the club coaches understand the benefit of wrestling all styles and how they can complement each other. I mean, if it weren't for Greco, I would have never done anything in folk style or freestyle. And like, you know, and, you know, in some ways, vice versa, you know, I, I use my folk style, a lot of the stuff I learned in my Greco also, but those styles have always complement each other. And I've, I've known so many kids locally that were just absolute studs from Illinois they win Fargo a bunch of times. They might even, you know, you know, make a, you know, a feel a cadet world team. And then they go to a big NCAA college. Sure. Sure. We'll let you wrestle Greco. And then they never wrestle Greco over, you know, they, 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 they get told they should only wrestle freestyle once they get to that NCAA, you know, um, that, that college. And, uh, because the coaches don't want them to wrestle Greco and hopefully through like what we're doing here, it will provide an option for somebody um, to come train Greco. You know, we're going to be involved with the, with the local kids. I want to be involved with beat the streets. I want to be involved with, you know, all the programs I know I've always been involved with Oak Park river forest. That's where I got my Greco start. And uh, even with my high school and all the other high schools around the area. um, And, you know, I'm just excited about that. And this is showing kids that, you know, you can go and become an NCAA champion and not discontinue your Greco career. I mean, for me, I was, I was just hanging on. I was, I was wrestling with high school kids that I was coaching during college. I was getting them to wrestle Greco with me. Guys who used to wrestle Greco in high school on my college team, sometimes they can get a, to pummel with me. I would find random foreigners that live in Chicago or they're coming through to come wrestle me, and I'd scrap money to go to camps. But I had to just hang on to it by a thread. And then when I graduated college, I, you know, and I got a call from Jordan home. I drove out that night, you know, cause there's no, there's nowhere to go. So this is going to provide another option in an area where Greco is huge at the high school level, but then there's so many kids that they, they don't know where to go after that. Um, this is the last one for me, at least the last one prepared that I was prepared to ask. And I, I think we touched on the workout partners, but uh, and without naming names, without I mean certainly without naming names, but when the when the concept of bringing in coaches throughout the course of the season comes up, whether that's prior to one event or the other, whether that's the open or you know, and then later the trials, however that works, would it be on, like, at least the way you guys envision, would it be at, like, a week-to-week basis? You bring somebody up for a week to coach, a couple weeks to coach, a month. Um, Would it be a rotation of names you guys know? Like, have you guys talked about that at all yet, uh, how that might look? Um, I've Uh, brought it up up a couple times uh, to Matt and stuff, and, um, uh, you know, I have a couple great coaches in mind that are going to come up and help my help, help help us both out and be there and help us, you know, 
build programs and uh, how we should peak and valley and, um, and and kind of go through the year and, and when we should be focusing on Greco and when we can be focusing on the folk style team or the freestyle guys and helping them out. Uh, I have at least two extremely, extremely high-level coaches that are going to definitely come up every once in a while, you know, if not once a month or quarter, you know, every two months uh, to just help us out. And, uh, you know, not naming names, of course, and, and stuff like that, but I've already got commitments from both of them. And um, I'm, I'm extremely excited about that because they've, they've had a big part in my career so far and, and they want to see my career out through 2020. And um, so I'm, uh, that's what I got going on for us. And, I've already talked to Matt about it. I've told Joe a little bit about it. And, um, you know, uh, I think with that and reaching out and, and also name, to name a name, also kind of getting back in touch with Devon Ivanov and see if he wants to help us out. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And, and, um, and getting in touch with those, the coaches that have, are doing other things that even Dennis, because he's close to us and see if he wants to come help us out every once in a while. And, um, you know, I mean, I Michael a, Foy is, is living here. Yeah. And, and, and we got and great Grunewald. coaches. Grunewald. Pow. Um, you know, we got great coaches in the area that, you know, I'm definitely willing to listen to and, 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 and have us help out and us collaborating together and, you know, go through some stuff and, and, and moving forward, you know, and, um, yeah, no, I, that, I, I have a couple, I definitely have two names in mind. Uh, that are that also said they'll help us out, but also reaching out to other guys like that. Are you guys playing a role in, let's say, singlet design, warm-ups, that kind of thing? I mean, I know that sounds funny, but it's something people would think about. So, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I haven't I haven't done anything yet. I, I guess I should probably get on. We should probably think of that. That's a good question, Timmy. I don't know. But what about you, Joe? Yeah. Um, I've been very, very involved, uh, in this, in this thing. Uh, I've been kind of just looking different colors and uh, I was see, I had this one to kind of look like something that like, you know, Prince would wear is kind of like a frills and I, I'm just throwing <laughs> a lot of kind of different things out there. You know, I'm talking, you know, there's this girl that knows high fashion. Uh, they're going to look great though. Right. <laughs> Do you think we could get like an Al's Italian beef? On our singlet, yeah. you should oh. get you should Heck get yeah. like a like a like a, like a sublimated food. sublimated picture of like Bobby the Brain Heenan on the right leg. Yeah, I think maybe a cape on one of the warm ups oh, would be that, cool. <laughs> definitely, no, our warm ups have to be tearaways for sure. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. The, the, oh, get, Rip throw, off get the their, pants with the buttons, their, the snaps. Yes. Yep. Oh. And but man. and tops too. Like you pull, I'll put my arms out. You pull mine off, and then I'll pull yours off. Then we both rip our <laughs> pants off at the same time. Oh my God. Yep. Well, yep. hopefully we get to wrestle at the same time. But either way, we're just we're doing that. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, oh my uh, God. Maybe even tear away we, singlets. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tear away singlets. But then we're just going to have nothing under the singlet. We'll have a singlet. <laughs> singlet. 
We do a singlet under a singlet. singlet you paint the singlet on. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. That's that body paint. Oh, that's what like the. That's what the yeah the, the girl bartenders do sometimes you know at Cancun or something. I know what you're talking about. Well, uh, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I I don't know what they're gonna look like. It's a very good question. I've actually thought about that a lot. I stayed up at night, uh, talked to a couple designers, uh, but haven't really mowed it over with Matt yet. Thinking logos. I'm thinking you know capes and hems. And all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have your secret weapon in that girl who knows high fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That girl who knows. Let's go get this. All right, Dude, this what, are you like, like 95 uh, years old? Like, who uses the phrase high fashion? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> high fashion. <laughs> so I worked with this girl from Africa when I used to work at the machinery company. She almost made it onto America's Next Stop Model. And she oh, has a crazy story. I'm sure she'd love to help me out. <laughs> High fashion. I bet she'd love to help us out, Joey. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> you know, I also I kind of wanted to touch on something what Joe said earlier. Is I think we're, what we're going to do too is we're off. Sorry, off topic of the fashion, but we're going to reach yeah. out to the beat the streets and we're going to reach out to the different high schools and the local wrestling scene around Chicago. And I really want that to be a part, like I, I wanted to say that earlier. So I really want to get that out there. That Do you mean uh, in terms of camps, clinics, that kind of thing? I would, yes. I would yeah. do camps, clinics, um, you know, just getting, just, we, we got a, such a beautiful nucleus of wrestling in Chicago, in, in, in Illinois. Why not just, just saturate it and, and, and get these kids really loving Greco and loving, you know, wrestling in general and, and just pushing that real hard. And, um, and, and then also donating our time back, giving back to the people that gave back to us. We're going to give back to these kids, you know, just that's all it is. We're representing, like I said, we want to build great human beings, all world champions, Olympic champions, NCAA champions, but also great human beings. And um, I think that's what me and Joe both, I, I mean, I hope we are. Yeah. I hope we represent each other well and represent, you know, the University of Northwestern well and um, the Chicago RTC and branch out and touch and touch this community and show them what we have. So I, I wanted just to say yeah. that before, you know, this this stop. But, you know, because that's a big part. That's a big part to me. Uh, it's a huge part because uh, if, if it wasn't for my youth club back in Concord, California, and the people that worked there and helped me and the, you know, Mark Halverson and, and Bill Martell and Ray Trujillo and these amazing mate, Scott Osterholt, these amazing men who, who, who made me who I am today. Um, and that's what I want a kid to say, Hey, Robbie, you helped me. And this is what I want to do this for these kids now when I'm done. And, um, if I can do that, if I can just, that'd be amazing. And so, uh, that's another thing I really want to do. And, and Joe touched on it, and I just wanted to elaborate on it. And I know we got on fashion. We can go back to fashion now, but that was oh one, yeah, that was that's kind of what I was I was gonna cut in and talk about the singlet again, but uh, <laughs> no, but just the the power of of having someone doing what we're doing um, in close proximity to kids that want to do that. Uh, you know, we're not taking lightly. Like you know, just. Being around and being that example to kids, there's there's kids 
um, in Illinois that, you know, dream of wrestling Greco on the senior level, the dream of being Olympic champion, being world champs, you know, being Olympians. And you know what, growing up, that was my dream. And I didn't, I didn't know anybody that was actually doing it. You know, when I got to high school, we had some Northern kids coming back, you know, helping out. And that slowly started to really be part of why, you know, Illinois Greco got so good, but I didn't know anybody like that. Like, I talked to Pat Smith about this in Minnesota. It's like he, he was very lucky that he had people. I mean, his high school coach and other people, he had people that were chasing that dream in his everyday life. And he didn't have to seek them out all that much. They were just there. And he, he just said, talked about how it, it looked like something that was possible to where the chubby little kid laying in his bed in Chicago, dreaming about being Ruan Gardner had no, freaking clue how he was going to get there <laughs> if I could be around these kids more and you know show them what I'm doing and, and telling them that they can get there you know um by helping them coach and tell them about my story and then you know just being a good example and then seeing how I work I think it's got a lot of power and you know hopefully we can help Chicago as much as it's going to help us no, I, I don't think that's a small thing. I, I mean, not to get tangential, but absolutely one of the biggest problems with the sport in this country is that we don't give the youth enough to aspire towards. Youth wrestlers in this country, uh, from whatever age you want to start at, whether that's ridiculously, almost criminally low at four or five years old, or even a little bit older, <laughs> we'll say nine or ten, and then throughout high school, they don't necessarily want to be Jordan Burroughs or Kyle Snyder or Robbie Smith or Joe Rao or Andy B. Sick because they're inundated with looking up to – they're inundated with information pertaining to their peers. They're – the coverage of wrestling in this country is skewed heavily towards uh, high school and college, if not high school and most, really. And, no, I think it's very important if you have the opportunity to senior athletes, to very well-known and established successful senior athletes, if you have the opportunity to go ahead and mingle with the youth, and whether that's through clinics or whatever that looks like, no, I think that is I think that's completely vital, um, especially since normally, I mean, not to take a paid gig away from anybody, but that's what no, it, it usually is. It's an outlet of consumerism. I mean, we pay, we pay wrestlers when they're on their downtime to be camp counselors and clinicians and things like that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's certainly not outreach. And right now, given the sport's current climate, especially since numbers are dropping, you know, pretty steadily, except among females, I think it's more important than ever than that we have that kind of, you know, lack of a term outreach and youth wrestlers know that you're out there and that you're accessible and that if they have questions or they have ideas that they can go ahead and send them over to you. And what's more that they realize that what you've achieved is attainable. We, we have lost our way in that regard, at least, at least, you know what? I don't, I'm not on a soapbox here, at least so far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely a, a, a gap that needs to be bridged there with social media and people and interviews and stuff like that. It, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like some random kid that wants to wrestle Greco there. There's a huge distance there. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't there. If someone's, not around every day. You're not seeing him. He doesn't, you know, you know, 
say that could, you know, that guy's just like me and I see him and he's at the same place I am. And you're talking about that accessibility, you know, um, I think with, you know, a lot of the way we run interviews and cover wrestling and stuff like that, it's like, there's really good guys. And I mean, there was so many points in my career where nobody, nobody would have called me crazy to say, you know, to stop after high school or to definitely stop after college. And I, I just, I couldn't not, you know, it was what I love to do so much to, you know, whether I was successful at it or not. And luckily I started being successful, but when I was a kid and I look at the best wrestlers, I dreamed to be them, but I didn't feel like I was like them. You know what I mean? There was such a distance. And I think now with social media and stuff like that, I mean, kids could really follow and get to know them more. So maybe in some ways, they they feel closer but in a lot of ways i i feel like um i don't from my experience i didn't really know anybody that was doing what i was doing and i didn't feel like it was even a possibility for most of my career and you know so i think there's power there being around kids who want to do this 100 100%, 100% i agree with that Okay, so to wrap up, we'll start with you, Robbie. Uh, Closing thoughts, just what you would want to leave the audience with regarding all this. Just uh, take it away. I mean, for for closing thoughts, it's it's just wait and see what we can do because we're going to do some amazing things. Uh, Not just, you know, to finish out my career. I know Joe has a lot longer time in his career. You know, but uh, I'm moving on past 2020. And, um, so what I'm about to do with my career, me being rejuvenized and ready to roll. And then plus what we're, we're willing to build and be after this or, you know, now and, and, and looking into the future. Cause I think we're going to have great things happening, not just for, uh, you know, us, but for the sport of Greco Roman wrestling. Um, I got some great guys who are already in my corner and they can't, believe you know this super excited for my opportunity i have and um i'm 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 not gonna let anybody down i'm gonna go there and give it a hundred percent of me and um and 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 just i can't wait i'm super excited and i'm excited that these this this uh ncaa college took a chance on just a little greco-roman guy and uh hope they know what they're getting involved in but you know it's gonna be something amazing (laughs) But they took the two loudest guys in the country. <laughs> and yeah, man, guys I can't like, wait to compete, man. Let's put these guys in the same room. That'll be a good idea. <laughs> hey, we can't tell them that, buddy. We can't let them know. <laughs> we alluded to it at dinner. We're very loud and obnoxious. But no, <laughs> my closing remarks is that, I mean, obviously me and Robbie are super pumped. Um, I, I'm, you know, just ecstatic. I'm, I'm super, uh, I'm, uh, feel very lucky and grateful. Um, I'm so glad for, you know, the opportunity that's being given to me by Northwestern and coach Matt Tonyomo and Andrew Howe and Cody Brewer. And, you know, they're just as excited and we are in a great, you know, wrestling community and it's, it's where I grew up. So I know it well, and I know how much people care about wrestling here and Greco wrestling here, which is rare, you know, and for one of the, you know, for Chicago's big 10 school, 
to want to get involved in that and help fund us and help train us and help, you know, give us a home um, and a far better situation that we ever thought was possible being Greco athletes. Um, it's just, it's amazing. And obviously me and Robbie have, you know, we're dreamers. We, we want to do this big and we have all these plans and I'm sure it's going to take time and we're going to have to, you know, build, but you know, me and Robbie, that's, that's what, that's what we live for is this kind of opportunity. And, uh, you know, we're just super pumped and we got, yeah, we'll be doing folk style, but we're doing folk style with some really great kids on and off the mat. I mean, these are really smart together kids. And one of them has a, has a silver medal in freestyle junior worlds. And, um, we have two incoming guys that did really well at Greco and in Fargo. And, uh, we got, you know, all their guys are very excited to have us in the room and, you know, we're excited to get this thing started. And that was Joe Rao and Robbie Smith discussing their move to the Chicago Regional Training Center on the campus of Northwestern University. This was big, important news. That's why we rushed this out. Obviously, we released a podcast last week. It's pretty rare we do them in back-to-back weeks. This was a special circumstance. Think about what this means. Illinois now has three RTCs with Greco guys. There's the NIRTC with U23 world team member Nolan Baker. There's Travis Rice, who the official announcement came this week that he would be joining Brian Medlin at the Illinois RTC. And of course, this recent development with Rao and Robbie going to the Chicago RTC Northwestern. So Illinois having the potentiality to keep its excellent, highly talented age group athletes in the state so they can stay home, progress onto the senior level. It's huge for Greco in the country. It's huge because for years and years and years, we've seen so many gifted Illinois Greco guys bolt Illinois to go wherever they go, you know, OTC, wherever. And that's fine. That's fantastic. But now that they can remain in their sort of comfort zone and understand that there are options, they don't have to turn their lives upside down to continue on in the sport is only going to mean higher participation and just generally a higher level overall. So it's big. It's a lot to look forward to. It's a lot to digest. Obviously, we would also be thinking kind of about who would be joining these guys eventually, who would be joining Travis Rice at the Illinois RTC, especially with how respected and well-known Medlin is. Rao and Robbie at Northwestern, who will wind up joining them down the road? It's a lot of stuff to think about. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. Either way, it's all good news. And I think it's probably important we should all focus on that. Follow Robbie Smith on Instagram. He's kind of a celebrity on Instagram. At RTDS Greco. Joe Rao, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. He is at Rousler, R-A-U-S-T-L-E-R 84. And on Instagram, it's simply Rousler. And as always, for USA Greco-Roman news and athlete perspectives, please go to 5pointmove.com and on Twitter at 5, the number 5, PT Move. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you soon. This show is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.